Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, all right. No uh, no likes this week. I didn't think so, but I wanted to double check. 
let's go ahead and bring Cam on. He is available. Cameron Hawkins, welcome to the show. What's up? Not too much, man. How's everything? Pretty fucking fantastic. Yo, you got some justice in your life. <laughs> I, I did. I did. Swift. Swift. Uh, Swift justice. Yeah, cold, um, calculating justice. I just want to, you know, shout out to the police for, um, you know, Wait, you supporting Kamala Harris? I'm not saying all blue lives matter, but <laughs> the ones that the ones at the local <laughs> CD, Travis County Police Department, their lives matter. Um, yeah, I I I've had a whirlwind few days, and um, because I like to hoard my own content, like I'm not gonna get into super details about it. But mm-hmm. long story short. Somebody stole my car on Sunday, and I just got my car washed and detailed on Wednesday. <laughs> so, like, you know, I this this was originally going to be like a very rough show that I was probably not going to be my best. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you were going to make it. You know, you had to get chauffeured. Yeah, around. yeah, we're we're in a good space. We're in a good space. Um, yeah, we're, we're having fun. Well, good. Again, swift, cold justice. Uh, oh, my goodness. Take that, Somebody's, take that somebody bad guy. Somebody's going to prison, and it's and it's because of me, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it's because of them, but yes. Sure. You will be the one. Sure. Why don't you take pity you know, on that poor soul and go, no, I don't want to first charge you, uh, Your Honor. You know, you know Kamala, I get it. I understand. <laughs> now, Kamala. I know the feeling. <laughs> well, they, they, they door on somebody. Well, if that's the case, that they they robbed your or they stole your, uh, your car. They didn't. They didn't have children that skipped school, so <laughs> this would be like life in prison. Under rain. Yeah, I'm, I'm recommending the chair. The whole chair yeah. and nothing but the chair. Mm. But no, um, it's again, it's an outrageous story. But yeah, um, give me one second. Yeah, well, again, as he said, you'll be able to hear that whole story uh, on this week's uh, South Congress podcast. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we're here, um, ready to talk. A whole bunch yeah. Of so what's stuff. going on? I mean, oh, any 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 happening? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the most, again, like Wade, Wade decided. He was like, how many people are going to send me hate mail? Here we um, go. Like in a two-day, seriously. So anybody who is listening to this kind of news or is super familiar with me, I am, of course, a big wrestling fan. We do a wrestling show. I'm a big hip-hop fan, and I'm a big Washington football fan. Probably the most prominent podcaster radio personality who is a hip-hop fan, a wrestling fan, and a Washington football fan is Peter Rosenberg, right? I can't stand Peter Rosenberg um, for reasons. And it's a lot of his personality stuff. Um, and it's interesting. What, your personality being a hater? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what he is. 
but it's, it's interactions with people I have a lot of respect for um, and how he's going about that. Um, and so, you know, I have my own issues. But, and then Travis and I, because we're very good friends and because we're both creatives and we have, we tend to have different visions at times on the art that we create. Yeah, this is somebody I also want to choke a whole lot. And so we decided, let me, let me give you a two. So the two people like I've probably yelled at the most, both to their faces and behind their backs, um, you put back-to-back on the post show. But then, really interesting. But then they put your, your goddamn podcast Uncle God deity on, so that should, uh, after the, the next day, so that should kind of clean no, that all up. I'm mad at him. I'm mad at him too. And <laughs> I think that's going to segue. I think that's going to segue into our talking point, like into our okay. vampire. Yeah. Wow, did they pull a fast one on us last week with Raw? Like, yeah. It wasn't just last week. It was uh, it was the last few weeks of Raw that had that had been pretty decent and had been. Uh, yeah. You know, tied together, you know, pretty well storyline wise, and uh, a few things were set in place. And last week's Raw paid paid some of those off with the AJ Hill uh, Hill turn and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, big, a, a big time, um, you know, a big time segment with Lashley and Strowman that I saw mm-hmm. played up. The intensity of both of them and their rivalry um, had people on both sides of the heel face spectrum like worried about them. Um, yeah, it's just like a strong show, and then we, we get the Monday show, and it's just that is quote. And the most interesting thing, the one person I could acknowledge that was not excited about what they saw last week on Raw. Was Bruce yeah. Mitchell to the point yeah. where I was like, "Wow, let's talk about the stick up this guy's ass." Um, mm-hmm. And again, the person I respect and revere the most in this space, and he was a hundred percent correct about it being a smokescreen. And yeah. wow. Um, and again, Raw wasn't like the worst show in the whole world, but it was exactly what we've been getting with it the was history. Extra- Special, stupid. Oh, it was okay, Travis. Let me ask you. Um, in a mixed tag elimination mm. match, yep. what is the benefit of winning the first? None. Match? Ain't none. Matter of fact, My, you could probably make an argument that there's a, a disadvantage. I, I mean, I don't know. It's stupid. It's dumb. You just all it does is increase the chances of a tie exponentially. Yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> Not great at all. If I, I mean, um, you, you book that match so you get the tie, and then you build, and then you tell a story around that. I don't know what that story could be, but you know, more creative people have come up with uh, better things with 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 you know smaller uh, yep smaller pools of, of, of ideas. 
But beyond that, yeah, it was uh, it was just it didn't make a lot of sense in so many ways. Like the reaction, like the re- like the wrestlers selling it, like it's Becky being up on the apron as if she can get tagged in. It just makes her look like a fucking dummy. <laughs> You're just like, what is it? What is everybody doing? Why do you why are the announcers selling this like 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 this is any kind of advantage? Like you said, uh, a lot of nonsense. They book in the show with just such stupidity. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's the idea that, you know, Cedric Alexander uh, impersonates the janitor who's supposed to team with Roman Reigns, and we're supposed to feel like he got one over on Shane and Drew in a loss. Because he got to hit a bunch of moves. Him, yeah, because he made them work for it, I guess. Like, we get more two out of three falls matches, which, to me, were cool for a week. And I don't I don't think they, like, they haven't expressed why two out of three falls establishes one person as being better than the other. Like, it's not like... It's kind of a payoff for 50-50 booking, but you have to acknowledge that you have 50-50 booking. But they don't. Um, no, they would never. Yeah. Probably should. <laughs> no. Yeah, it just, you know, I thought this was a weaker, even though, in all due respect when I say this, Drake Maverick has a super tough life. Wow. <laughs> super tough. Um, I mean, if you like so that If you like that type? Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, she's fine, yes. But, like, I see people going, like, you know, kind of got over Drake's texting me and everything. I'm like, yeah, you know, looks like somebody built her in a laboratory. <laughs> like, if you like that type of look, sure. I have a question if you don't like that type. But anyway, I, I hear you. Um, I mean, fine. Make the move for me. Yeah. But I think, I, I feel like this was the, one of the weaker when our truth is not the crux of a 24-7 segment, I don't feel like the segment is good. You know, Drake Maverick, I think, is very entertaining. Like, our truth being the center of it, to me, has been the best part. But he was of there. He just wasn't the center. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, I think, I think if you kind of have to do that, to make you appreciate what Truth and Carmelo have been doing for the last month and a half or so. Um, again, you don't want it to be the shit, you know, just the shit. But like you, like you said, Drake's good. His wife is she's fine uh, in her in her uh, role. She's okay. She plays the exasperated wife well in the better in those in the videos of them more than live on TV. She's not as good live, but that's, you know, that she just showed up on TV. It's not exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you just have to take it down a notch just to, you know, build it back up. And true will get it back, of course. South of SmackDown was better. Um, I'm watching it now. Kind of saying the thing that I've been saying for maybe four years. Man, 
So he gets the same thing about Dolph Ziggler last week, like in that one breath where he just runs down Dolph's entire, uh, like, ebbs and flows as a, as a superstar. Uh, and, yeah. and, and then he did the same with Shane, like, well, more than just a breath. <laughs> he went in on Shane, like, and not a lie was told. I feel like it has to be like Apollo Crews, Ali, Oscar, Kyrie Sane. He just naming people who should be on TV over Shane McMahon. And I was like, I'm, I'm here for this. I don't know. Yeah, it was just very like. There's you know, another mic, idiot. Exactly the same thing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, and Shane like, was hilarious. genuinely embarrassed and flustered. Whether he was or not, he. He he really pulled that off as he's walking to the back after Owens runs off and uh, him just trying to save face and yeah it just he looked like man did he have to go so hard on me yeah like who just like Dolph Ziggler and Shane McMahon as much as me like me personally mm-hmm. uh Wade I think Wade's up there especially with Shane very certainly at a okay. time. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like, wow, how are you saying the exact things that I think, Kevin? Um, and I think Wade made a good point to where it's like, it is like pipe bomb, but it's pipe bomb in the context of the story we're telling. And so I think it works. And it's not being face or heel. It's Kevin Owens being like, I've tried to play this game and I can't ignore obvious pitfalls of like I think that's really interesting. So, you know, that that was cool. Um, you know, I I think that like on the women's side, there's no real beef between Becky Lynch and Lacey Hall. Like it's I want the title and this is how I feel. And what the title is, how you feel. That's fine. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> Bailey and Nikki Cross is like Bailey, not the actor, to get across with somebody being Like, I don't think she's. Well, it, well she spent her first like, at this point. Two years as a character. And not being... in the fold when it happens. I think less is what they're doing. Um. I think Nikki Cross does a very good job of playing like the naive friend who can't, you know, see the forest for the trees. Yeah, but the naive friend who could tear your head off. Because we're used to the naive friend that's just being used and is a sap and a milk toast and 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 you know all those kind of things just gets walked over and stuff and still does the thing for the for the for the the person that's using them. But for somebody that can turn it on the person that's trying to warn them and be physical with them, that's, uh, like, makes it, like, you know, really interesting. Damn, Paige. Damn, yeah. all three of them. Right. Yeah, that's the story that needs kind of everybody. That's an all-hands-on-deck. Um, Is there a reason that Alexa's just not on TV? I don't know. Like maybe like I mean, she's she's there. Having, she, 
not want her to be physical before the match. I don't know. But, like, not having her play her part in that, I think, does weaken kind of what they're doing. Um, and they're not using that to their – I thought – I was like, oh, here's a perfect time to go. Oh, Alexa's not here, and we're doing – you know, like, how convenient. And they just don't hit that. Like, she's off doing whatever. She's got her feet up somewhere, and here you are at TV, at Raw, or at SmackDown. Having matches, arguing for her. Where is she? She doesn't even care enough to. So, unless that was said in the promo that just happened between uh, 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 Bailey and, and and Nikki, I didn't hear it obviously, but it got it looked like it got intense. What was it? A contract signing of some sort? Yep. So she's so what? She got. <laughs> I want power of attorney. She got power of attorney. She can sign for Alexa Bliss and all that shit. Oh, and, and then I think the one other thing. Can we talk about can we talk about Joey Janela and Enzo? Yeah, I guess. Talk about a couple oh, guys who don't matter. <laughs> you know, riches are kind of resident indie, third-party, outside WWE guy. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of the... And I don't know if you watched it, if you watched Moxley and Janela. How many Joey Janela matches have you seen? Zero. Okay. Did you watch him and Moxley? No. Okay. So I've seen one Joey Janela match. <laughs> I understand Joey Janela to be a pretty good promoter. Um, in that he has like his oh, yeah, those spring five, break shows all the time. Um, puts on his shows, yeah, which is cool. I watched that match. Joey Janela's not afraid of like pain. You know what I mean? Like falling on thumbtacks through tables, off ladders, all kinds of stuff. He's not afraid of pain. Um, I think that you can be not afraid of pain and also still afraid to get punched in the face. I think that's a real thing. Um, and Enzo, I find to be just a deplorable, disgusting human being. And that's what their standoff at the Blink-182 concert kind of played off. Like, Enzo was the aggressor, kind of, in coming forward but also backing off. And Joey Janela was, like, the defender in kind of backing off with his hands up the whole time. Like, there's nothing wrong with not fighting like, right, I didn't take it as fine. Yeah, like like Enzo, I thought would have been completely in the wrong if he was more aggressive than he was. Like if you're like on, like if you got, if you're saying, if you're the guy saying, let's go, put him up, let's let's have it, let's have it, walking forward with your hands up, and there's another guy that's like, eh, let's not, he's backing up with his hands up because they want to get sucker punch. But it's like, if you just slug him, it's like, come on. He, I clearly didn't want to fight. So Enzo not wanting to fight. I don't know if I read that as, if you're probably right. Like, he probably didn't want to. Yeah. It's, I you know, they're going to jail. Be, I mean, if, if they, if they throw punches, if punches are thrown, they're going to jail. And it's a fucking big yeah, deal. To me, it was him trying to show up the other guy. And 
coming at him and then looking back at his friends like, hey, I'm putting on a show. Like, clearly this guy doesn't want it. Like, you just don't put your hand Because it's not like it was like, hey, what do you want to do? And then it was over in three seconds. Like, be watching it 20 yeah. minutes quick. Yeah, I was literally about to say I saw like a 12 second thing, so I don't. Somebody told me it was cut short. Somebody I trust was like, that's a that's a somebody I trust told me that Enzo himself edited that video short to look different, and I'm like, wow, there was there was more of doing nothing. So yeah, like just I don't want to hear about them two fighting or having an altercation. Like the whole thing was soft. Which is fine. <laughs> like again, I'm not saying people should just fight. I'm saying people shouldn't pretend like they want to fight and then not fight. Yeah, no, for sure. But if it's everything you think about Enzo, you know, Joey, again, Joey Janela, like, I don't fault you for not fighting again. I fault Enzo for for pressing and then backing off and then pressing again and then being like, oh, now I don't want to do this. Like, it's all. Very, very weak to me. I just <laughs> go be wrestling. It is was oh, yeah. that was that real beef? And how cheesy is, it might have been. Was it was it like real beef or was it a one? That's a good yeah. It's like are you guys are you guys prepping for a match? And if and not, maybe they should now. Like Yeah, yeah. If there wasn't no, like, you call it. I can't imagine it makes they know they know each other. Joey Janela might not like Enzo for the reasons we don't like because he's a public guy and, you know, he's easy to get because he's a fucking asshole. But beyond that, like, hey, there's assholes all over the business. Let's fucking make some money. <laughs> Let's put that shit aside. So I wonder if they would be, wow, again, there, is, is there any kind of buzz? Is there any, or not buzz, there's buzz because, hey, they almost got into a fight. But is there any want to see that match? I, I don't think so, but you know, you never know. On the on the indie level, some fucking place in Florida, you know, mm-hmm. you might show up to see that. Broke one of the Blink One Eighty Two guys, and it's retweeting something. <laughs> like those two getting into a beef at a Blink One Eighty Two concert in twenty nineteen. Just on brand for all everybody. It's just super on black. I feel so mad, feel so angry, I don't know, I think that might be box car racer, but I'll shoot. That was my shit in like 01. I know they uh, said like, like when they people what they do think. Say what? Didn't they say like all the small things one time? Wasn't that like the that? That was them. That was okay. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, take off your pants and jacket is a fantastic album. Oh wow! Uh, so Thanks. yeah. So what's the? So what else is? Um, yeah. What's a? What's another? Or what's a? Not such a big deal story. Um. You know, I, I think we talk about the street profits. Just kind of being segment introducers on Raw. Like, I think we were kind of excited a week ago about, you know, them coming out for a match or them, you know, being involved in like an on on an in ring angle. And no, they just kind of introduced segments. 
even though I feel like this was kind of a way to hype up their title match tonight, which is kind of cool. Um, was it segments? You know, or, or did they do the one? Uh, with them working in Birch tonight. Um, so that should be like really good action. Uh, Alistair Black and Cesaro. That's, that's the match. Defender, so that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I think, you know, they're kind of that card is actually saving up pretty well. Like you got AJ Ricochet again, um, have Black Cesaro, you have Kofi Joe, um, you have that a triple threat between and you know Otis like Otis has really been impressed with this. Like, how did they come yeah. that He's yeah. pretty good. Um, and then Otis even just with that uh, double vertical delayed suplex. Wow, that was good. Like, I, I, I really, I really like their finisher. The compactor, like just simple. Yeah, it looks good. It, it works because they're giant, and and it, and it's a pretty athletic move, especially when when they yeah. when they uh, take the first bump and the guy rolls and he comes down on the second one. Yeah, I think don't you have isn't Usos revival on Sunday too? It is. Like that's a a really good card. You know, out, like outside of the main event, <laughs> is that a shame? But like outside of the the weird mixed tag, the, the winners, you know. yeah, everything else is pretty, like I think Bailey, you know, two on one Nikki Cross and Alexa is probably going to be pretty good. Um, yeah, the, 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 all the title matches are pretty strong. Um, we're just kind of getting Dallas Nakamura off the ground. Um, good match on on Tuesday, so. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's kind of a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And also Adam Cole telling indie wrestlers that they shouldn't even dream about being NXT champions. He's fantastic. He's so good. He's ridiculously good. Um, yeah, just, just great. Just hates Johnny Gargano and is rubbing his title victory in his face. You gotta love it. So Marty just texted me and said, uh, He's eagerly awaiting us to talk about Black Mermaids. Talk about Black Black Mermaids? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have a Black Little Mermaid. I don't know. Like, I just saw Spider-Man last night with Black MJ. Like, you know, like, yeah. So more pushing this, the, this agenda that they're, this agenda of there are other people that exist in the world. Yeah, this is agenda. It's, Fictional characters aren't bound by ethnicity. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, there's no, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things. In a kingdom based on a giant dick, like, I believe that everybody can exist. What? They still have a giant dick? Yeah, you, you did you not have a little mermaid on VHS? Uh, no, I mean, I was 12. Yeah, the King Triton's castle. And I wasn't place. born yet, my little brother. So we start getting them at the Lion King Pocahontas stage. Yeah. But, no, yeah. It, it's the, the castle's a giant penis. Um, <laughs> and the princess and erection during Ariel and the princes. Uh, well, it's Disney. They're full of fucking all kinds of Illuminati pedophile shit. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, 
So let's talk. Yeah. So again, like the least <laughs> people just pick and choose with this and stuff about what's sacred and what's not. Talk about giant dicks. If we if we have to stay on brand. Yeah. Like the idea that I don't know that uh, that somebody who exists above the water even at, at a time is a tropical being and that would be a white person. That's kind of crazy. Um, and why would you just have a Caribbean lobster that you can It's not even that. It's like when the ones that strive to evoke science about, well, in the water, melanin doesn't develop. Right? As if she's some bot, like mermaids, as they're told, you know, as they're, you know, just kayfabe, as they're, if they're some bottom-dwelling, you know, never-seen sunlight. Also, you ever seen a whale or a dolphin or a crab or lobster? They're all types of colors. What the fuck are you talking about? No, like, I it was just, like, the stretch and the reach to be, to, like, mask their obvious bigotry of just being haters. Like, yeah. But you're going to like the idea of ruining your childhood. Like school lunches ruin your childhood. <laughs> like right. you know what I mean? Like your childhood. Like the lead paint in your fucking project. Games fucking not being your taken away now. Your childhood was always trash. <laughs> the people who told you to stay out of drugs were selling the drugs. Seriously. Nancy Reagan certainly and her hubby ruined so many childhoods. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's open this thing up. It's a good folks, time to talk to callers. That's uh three four seven two oh two oh one oh three. Get yourself in line. Uh, you know what? Before we actually do that, uh, and press one, by the way, to let us know you wanna you want to put your hand up and, and get on air? Before we do that, I want to get to these non-VIP emails first. Because uh, Jabron, he asked this week, Jabron from Vegas, is there any chance that Seth and, Be- and Becky lose their titles on Sunday? <sighs> Man, I, I think this is the most gimme ret- retention, title reten- retention uh, in recent memory. Yeah. I can't see a scenario where they lose um, because I don't think that I don't see the benefits in a Baron Corbin title run unless it's to prop up Raw the next night, and I don't think they're at that point. Like, I don't think yeah, this is Cody the first or, blood Kane versus Austin thing where he wins it back the next night on Raw. Just Kane was way more over in 1998 than Baron Corbin is in 2019. Exactly. Um, exactly. And it's just, it's just not, it's just not uh, uh, beyond like the the insider kind of stuff. It's just not the story's just not there. I don't think. I mean, they've done some stuff and they've had a few, but a tie. This isn't. We're not at the point where where. A title or titles change hands. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a last ditch effort from a less than compelling opponent. Uh, Jabron continues. No, boy, did, uh, did uh, Lacey t- 
two piece Becky on Monday night. Woo. <laughs> two piece there in one punch, was, but yeah, it was it was that was something, boy. Ooh. Yeah, on, well, I mean, on, little, in real speed, in, in real time, it was just like, oh, you know, I was I, in real time. I was like, man, Becky sold that, like, mm-hmm. like wow, way to go, Becky. And then they showed the replay, and I was like, oh no, she had no choice. She ate that. <laughs> <laughs> Ate that boy. Oh my God, that's the vertical double suplex y'all were talking about in the group chat. Holy shit! It's beautiful, shit. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. They did a good job. The Brian and Xavier did to not, you know, hold one go over. Yeah, 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 yeah hold that so. That was good. Um. Second, from Jabron, should we believe that Brock will cash in on Sunday, or is this another bullshit promo just so they can get more attention on this extreme world favorite view? That was another just like, what the fuck is Heyman doing? Like, what? Yeah, it might be lying. This could be the lie. Like, what? That's how we're doing? Like, that's. Ugh. This felt. It didn't feel sleazy, like. Pro wrestling promoter sleazy. It just felt like, yeah, it just wasn't great. It's all like nothing. Like, even if, if he, even if you tell him the truth, it doesn't feel like, well, he told us. It just feels like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it might, I mean, this, if you cut this promo six weeks ago, or if you hadn't done all the dumb shit with Brock and, and, and ooh, I mean, remember at one point, Stephanie and them were like, we're demanding you cash in. Well, that was like a yep. month ago. <laughs> that was a whole season ago. <laughs> Pretty sure it was still spring when that happened. But, yep. yeah, so, I, yeah. But I don't know. Should we? We shouldn't believe. No, we should to answer your question directly, Deron. No, we shouldn't believe them when they say something. And that's terrible. That's terrible. Because absolutely we should believe them when they tell us some shit. And when they lie, it should be, certainly shouldn't be framed as a lie, but it should be, mean something. And yeah. I, yeah so. They deserves no benefits of the doubt. All right. Let's, uh, Roberto, he chimes in with an email. Uh, what's good, East Coast fam? It's Roberto from Chicago with a few topics. Uh, first off, shame on me for not, for for thinking I could enjoy two Raws in a row. I didn't think the nope. first Heyman, Heyman Raw was the best episode ever, but it was at least watchable. Uh, this last episode was back to business as usual. I feel like these days, if the torch doesn't tell me to watch or I don't get drawn in within 10 minutes, I'm off to Netflix. Uh, it was probably my fault for watching the G1 earlier in the day and getting excited about wrestling. Yeah, you should have saved the G1 for after you saw Raw. It wouldn't feel like such a yeah, such a letdown. But yeah, he uh, yeah, shame on you, Roberto. I mean, we, I mean, we had a few Raws, a few decent Raws in a row. Uh, I, I I speculated, could this have been? 
Vince going, you know, hearing all this, uh, hearing like the praise that Heyman was getting for how, how whatever level Heyman did or did not have, you know, his fingerprints in that episode, in last week's episode. Um, I think Vince, like even if Heyman only contributed very little to a few ideas, you know, nothing, nothing big time. But Vince hears these goddamn uh, uh, praise and all of a sudden, you know, the idea of some outside force makes things better. Did he go into overdrive to make things worse again, whether consciously or subconsciously? Well, like, like here's what they like. Let's give them more of it and just like burn it to the ground. What, what like, are you I talking about with that? AJ well, like, and okay, so I just ran that. I thought I, I think that the Bobby Lashley stuff from. Um, last week to this week was actually good. Like, I hate Rey Mysterio being like the sacrificial lamb, but I think that was good for Bobby Lashley. I, I, I really do. Um, Inversely, terrible for Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, if, I'm not even buying a rematch. I'm not even buying a Rey promo like, ooh, Bobby, I'm going to get you. But like, yeah, anyway. That should have been somebody else, but I thought Bobby Lashley being a killer is what Bobby Lashley should have been from the jump. So I thought, like, that was good. Like, I think that Ricochet being able to beat Anderson and Gallows um, in spite of it all, like, I thought that was, like, more of that is good. But, like, outside of those things, like, the Mike and Maria stuff was trash, more trash. Uh, Like... Yeah, the the Becky was that stuff. Ice cream and pickles. Yeah, the pregnant lady wants ice cream and pickles. Yeah, because it's nineteen seventy-two. We have heard that joke forever, all our lives. It's just like hack bullshit. And I was not a fan of first, you know, the Mike Maria stuff. Like, who cares? Why should we care about any of these characters? Like, I don't care how they feel. Or how they present themselves, the impact is completely lessened because I don't give a fuck about neither Mike nor Maria. Like they only introduce them out of nowhere yeah. to make you want to feel for one of them is like, what are we doing? Who are we supposed to feel for, Mike? Because he gets treated like a fucking cut. Yeah, not great. And, and plus, the yeah. main no kind of the backstory is that they got one over on the company, and that's why they're being treated like that. Is like, oh yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, it was worth it to them for them. Hell yeah! But again, like they, the the only way that you're upset as an insider is if you trade to the altar of WWE and typically if you're an insider, you don't trade to the altar of WWE. Um, and speaking of that, probably the last thing, how about Nicki Minaj turning down uh, a Saudi Arabia concert because fans let her know what was going on in Saudi Arabia. She was like, well, pull it out of that one. And then it'd be wrestling talking head being like, hey, <laughs> look at Nicki Minaj. People who, who like Wade. First of all, <laughs> but 
pathetic fucking, uh, that's, that's corny. Like, the thing shouldn't have even been booked in the first place. You're that ignorant to what's happening in the world? What? Yeah. what? what? Someone had your fans had to alert you to this? <laughs> it's not like, like, I could have, I, I couldn't, but I, if it was, uh, what's that place? Not Brunei. Um, it's another, like, Michael Jackson had connections with, uh, with this place before he, before he died. No, 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 no. It's in the Middle East. It's like one of these, like, uh, fuck, like everybody, damn, they even had some like political upheaval shit like within the last two years. But anyway, these if it was like this smaller kind of uh, off the radar kind of, you know, place, maybe, maybe. Any one of your fans go, nah, they just beheaded like, you know, a couple of dissidents and, and, you know, whatever, whatever. And you go, oh, no, let's not, let's reschedule or cancel that or blah, whatever. But Saudi Arabia? You need your fans to tell you what the fuck is happening in Saudi Arabia. You, international fucking star. Bullshit. So that's bullshit. I don't know if it's virtue signaling, but it's like fake, you know, fake SJ Dub shit. Um, are you familiar, Cam, with the uh, with the, um, the thing that went around Facebook? The, the the idea that there was a state and they were just all going to storm like Area Fifty One. Like, well, they can't stop us all. Like, we all show up on this one date, surround the place, or in some way, and all or all just bust through the front gate. You know, Three hundred people, five hundred people, however many people. You know, they can't stop us all. We're going to find something. Have you, no. have you heard? You had, okay. So there, it was a thing. No, it was like I, a I thing that you could have. But it's a thing like going around Going around Facebook that you could attend. And I figured, you know, like 40 people would show up. But uh, if you peep the, uh, the group chat, there's a <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Fantastic. Actually, show up. I don't. I don't know. I, I assume oh. like maybe twenty-five or thirty people would show up, but I'm not sure if it happened yet. It's like the uh, the, the the time traveler template with with the one I shared the other day. Go back in time. Yes, sir. What year is it? Oh, it's uh, 1916, in the middle of the Great War. Oh, you mean World War One? Wait, wait, World War What now? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's this one, time traveler. What, what, what's happening? <laughs> did those people still? Did those people actually? Oh, time traveler arrives from 2029. Did those people actually storm Area 51? Time traveler. <laughs> oh, you mean the Great Area 51 massacre? Yeah, right. You mean you mean Area A? Wait a minute. What? What? Shit! Oh, yeah. Uh, so, all right. Um. Let's talk to some people. Oh, wait, we didn't finish uh, Roberto's email. <laughs> he continues, Roberto does. I guess the only bit of Raw I did enjoy was the club, which feels a little too late. A little, 
feels too little too late. Do you think they could actually heat up the club if Finn Balor joins as well? I feel like all four of these guys need to be rehabbed. I totally agree with what Trav said on Wade's show about the club getting back together just to get them to resign and will probably be dropped soon after. Yeah, I think that was just a big giant ploy. Like, hey, we'll put we'll put you guys together and we'll do something. We'll turn AJ heel and we'll make you a big dominant force on Raw going forward. But you got signed for five years. They'll do this shit for two months and after SummerSlam, we won't even be thinking about the goddamn club in any meaningful way. I, that's my prediction, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know how long it's gonna last. Like, I do think that. That's the role that I like Anderson and Gallows in. I think it's where they're best fit. Uh, being like those snarky, mean bullies who can be really nasty when it's time to be that. Um, but yeah, I don't know how long it's going to last because. What about Finn you know, joining? AJ's such a singular talent. Is they that... won't, like, AJ's not at the top of the card. You know what I mean? So, I, I, AJ's a lot like Jericho in that. When they need a guy to be a main event guy, AJ is who they go to. And so I don't know if they're going to let the club exist as the club if they need AJ in a pinch, and they just so often need a guy in a pinch. Like, they're going to revisit Seth and AJ with AJ as a heel because they're going to. Right, but he can have the club now. Is uh, you know, it's but they've done that with Roman, and so I don't know if they're going to do that again. Like, I can just see him drifting away, and we just know Vince's fascination with tag teams goes so in and out that, I don't know. I, I kind of agree that I think that it's not something that's going to last through the year, and it's a shame because those three work so well together. Right. Like, and the, the worst thing is, Three years from now, two years from now, AEW's like hitting on all cylinders and doing big things, and they're stuck on doing whatever they're doing in WWE, being and, goose and or whatever. The, you know, and they're too, yes, 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 yeah, totally. So, you know, I understand security. And, and also, it's, it's rude. It, they talk about how they got the same deal as Mike and Maria. I'm like, well, I'm Gallows and Ed, or if I'm the company, I feel like I got one over on them, another one over on them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you want to pay me the same as you pay two people that ain't been on fucking TV in years in, in any substantial mm-hmm. way? You're great. You're going to pay me eight at least. At least. I, I'm definitely worth, you know, if not double what fucking Mike and or Maria are worth, I'm worth, you know, 30% more. Fuck that. And this is why you don't want to be all in people's pockets knowing what they make and shit, because you can't help but be like, hold up. Yep. Um, all right, so let's see. Burger continues. I also got some shade to throw Wade's Raw post show. Last week, Jason from Australia was on, and I feel like, well, why didn't you tell him? Uh, Jason from Australia was on, and I feel like the red carpet was rolled out. Wade and the callers can't. Wade and the callers can't get enough of that guy. The whole, <laughs> the whole time he's going on about, like me, he doesn't even watch the show. 
can't get through matches and praises the characters nonstop. Huh? Does that make sense? The whole time he's going on about he doesn't even watch the show, can't get through the matches, and praises the characters nonstop? Man. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't track, though. Like, are you praising them? You ain't even paying attention to what they're doing. Um, I'm probably the only... I'm probably the only heel who doesn't like that guy. Maybe you phrased that wrong. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's saying he's a heel because he doesn't. I don't know. Um, who watches wrestling just to fast forward to the end of a match? I get the forwarding through ba- a bad show, but forwarding past potentially good matches just to get back to the story segment. Oh. Oh, that's some fuck-ass shit. I mean, I, I, like, my, I like promos and backstage stuff too, but like I'm here for the damn wrestling. Like <laughs> that does yeah, I'm not sure if that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, to each his own, I guess. Now I get what he's saying, praising as the characters. Um, let me continue, find where I left off. Uh Okay, um fast forward to this week and Travis on Wade show like Oh, fast forward to this week and Trav is on and Wade's like we got Trav on let's take some calls thank you Trav for bringing the doom and gloom raw deserve I especially like the bits about Heyman not saving the show yet and McMahon having to put his fingerprints on this week's episode because of all the praise the week before uh, you guys should see about getting on site an on site correspondent from Monday on your show along with Mike from Brooklyn to have more East Coast show, to have the most East Coast show ever. Uh, at least SmackDown had its moments this week, but I'm not sure I'll be able to sit through Extreme Rules if I have to hear Cole say winners winners take all one more time. Uh, thanks for the great show, fam. Sorry to vent, but nobody I know even watches anymore, and it's tough being a fan of a product. You're not sure why you even watch. Wow. That's, no, that's a real thing. Like people just don't have the fans, or the friends, I should say, to to talk about wrestling in one way or the other. So yeah, I know. Yeah, be the last guy in your group. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Yeah, you said a lot. I think that if and this is no disrespect to him, but I think if, if you and Jason, and or me and Jason, or anybody and Jason, got on a show and said the exact same thing, could it sound better when Jason said it? Because he says it in that sense. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, to to a to a vastly American audience, like he's going to sound more sophisticated, and more well thought out when he says the exact same thing. Um, but I mean, salute to him. I no beef with that guy. He's fine. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. Um, yeah, I am the guy in my group of friends who's the one guy who's still dialed into wrestling, and so I know uh, how difficult that can be. Mm-hmm. I get to explain, especially if you live saying, through when it was hot and everybody's huh? talking about it. <laughs> you know, in any given group of people, you can find at least one or two wrestling fans. I mean, those were the days, I imagine. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I get to explain it away by saying that it um, generates me traffic and money. But I can imagine being like not having that excuse when you're with like your group of friends talking about wrestling. I'm drunk. And also, he's talking about Wade rolling out the red carpet and then telling him, yeah, we got travel. Let's take the call. <laughs> I, I, like, fam, don't fit. Like, I don't. Yeah, don't. Uh, I don't take it personally. I didn't even know, know it existed. But knowing I mean, now, I don't. Yeah. Like, don't feel don't feel some kind of way on my, my behalf. <laughs> yeah. Like, if anything, I think that he did. Um, because, you know, on Twitter, he was like, yo, I got. Travis, and then I have Peter Rosenberg. Like, that's a pretty good tweet to be in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's, that that's a good tweet complaint. to have. Uh, oh, shit. Another damn weird show, Benjamin. Ah, fuck. This is very weird. Yeah. You might be right. They're not explaining <laughs> that. And then the main event, or the second main event is SummerSlam. I'm going to be sick. Yep. Show Benjamin Kofi. <laughs> I see title cues. me, the colored version. Uh, so, all right. Thanks, Roberto, for the email. Let's uh, let's see who's on the line. Let's uh, let's open things up with I think Craig. Craig, is that you, sir? What up? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Hi, Craig. Uh, uh, speaking of red carpet, did you just see they got the Roman Reigns award on the red carpet on the ESPYs? Oh, a Roman sure. Reigns award? Oh, he won, he won that. Won. Okay. Yeah, they, they gave him him the award on the on the red carpet show they got on right now. Okay. The actual There's show no starts way. at eight. And that would have been crazy if he didn't win. <laughs> your Becky Lynch wins, and she's like, "Yeah, thank you, little weirdo." All these scripted events, and then like him beating cancer, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like I, think, I thought it was odd to have those. It was one, definitely one of those. One of these things are not like the other. Like when they, because I'm pretty sure in the commercial I saw hype in the ESPYS in that in the new award. They showed Roman first. Roman Reigns coming back beating cancer. I was like, damn, who else had a Come back or an inspirational real life thing. And then they went right to three straight storyline things. So I was like, uh, or, you know, KFA TV. It's like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. It's either set up so he, of course, wins, but I don't think, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if I care or it's just a little odd that they, that they scheduled or that they had those other three. Which is going to be well, hard. Here's here's four, 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 maybe they thought it would be overkill to have four moments, like WWE, like wrestling, KFA, TV, title, story moments, and then do a separate, like, Roman Reigns appreciation kind of thing. Like, this is the SBs. This ain't fucking WWE. And you got two WWE segments on here? Get out of here. So I think that would have been a little much, but I guess they didn't have a choice but to, like, hey, let's just combine them and, and whatever. Who cares? It's going to be weird going forward, though, with all the, with, if, like, how are you going to compete with the Roman Reigns moment in in 2020, you know? Well, 
what are, are they going to do storyline shit all four moments too, or does someone else have yeah. to get I mean, unless through? somebody else, you know, comes back from a you know motorcycle injury or some shit, then they'll do, they'll be that one. But I don't think you worry about next year's, award, you know, WWE-based award. If ESPN or whatever, whoever, yeah, yeah ESPN does it, does it, has that category. They could have did it just so they could go, hey, let's do this Roman Reigns thing, and we don't have to do it in 2020 or 2021, ever again, whatever, maybe, maybe not. But right now, we want to put Roman over, and, you know, we want to have this nice positive thing. And they're like, hey, yeah, fuck cancer, and sure. Um, that's a special thing. Let's and, do it. But I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't if know if they're going like, to show anything. I don't know if they're going to show anything on the uh, the actual FBs. Um, oh, you just said like they usually the red carpet so the, before. Yeah, they had them all there. The, uh, they had uh, him and I saw Becky Rusev and with a mean Seth jump there. shot, and Miz with the inside the park homer. So that was pretty cool. Oh wow! <laughs> so Wait, had, like, the park the so the next week. That was cool. Man, I'm gonna pull a hammy on uh, some celebrity uh, softball shit. Careful. Yeah, Miz. Can you imagine Miz's first time Miz and this is significant act, uh, action <laughs> injury wise is because, <laughs> because he pulled the hamstring at a celebrity softball game. Like, that yeah, yeah, hate to see it. God damn, I actually use that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, damn! I was listening to the Bodega Boys podcast last week, and they were talking about some mainstream publication or something ran an article about the most popular thing of the, of the season of the summer you hate to see it and they were like so you know mm-hmm. you gotta stop saying you hate to see it it's over <laughs> like damn yeah hate that's, to see uh, about, no, wait, that's just wait until one of these uh democratic political candidates says it. <laughs> oh come on come although, on definitely although, gonna say it. you know joe you hate to see it what <laughs> and then she's gonna say some fraud ass shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Trump used the '69 nice thing, and people still say that shit. I was I was hoping that would die. No, uh, nope. He 69. he said like you know how '69. Every time someone says '69, everybody goes nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. That got old years ago, <laughs> and then Trump said it, and I thought it killed it, just like Hillary Clinton killed the dab. That. Yeah. Wait, she the said, dad was dead before Hillary did that shit. But she just certainly helped. No, I mean, yeah, she killed it dead. She put the last like, scoop of dirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was hoping the 69 Everybody wanted to be, but no, nobody wanted to be. Anyway, so Cam, I'm to? glad you yeah. got your car back. I, Thank you, I was very happy to see that. You you went you went quiet for a couple of days. Yeah, I'm glad you noticed. You know my enthusiasm wasn't the same because um, yeah. you know that's that's the cold life stuff. But uh, yeah, we are we are golden now. Um, we got that all fixed and and it feels good. And did you actually hug your your sleeveless shirts that were in the trunk? I don't have that many sleeveless shirts, guys. Okay. That's true. I just, well, I, I, I folded I just, them and put them in a drawer. 
Now we just lie into America. Wow. Lying to our, our podcast listening audience. <laughs> we'll treat, treat them like they don't have their sense. Wow. So did they, did they take... Did they take anything out of your, you know, did they take your CD stash or your tapes? Oh, my God. You know? it is, it's 2019. Um, well, I mean, you know, but I keep shit in my car. It's funny. I have one CD in my car. It's it's my uncle's CD because he plays in a band. And no, it's still there. Um, so it's good. If anything, there were more things in my car than when I left it, which was surreal. But that's a story I'll tell a bit later. But yeah, it's um, everything that was there in my car that was taken was still there. Um, save for a keychain I got in Vegas. Um, but that can be replaced. Well, I can't wait to hear that South Congress. It, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a doozy. It'll be fun. It'll be there'll be a cake fight with strippers. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Uh, the uh, I I wasn't I wasn't that impressed with the Raw and SmackDown this week, so I don't really have a whole lot to say about that shit. Uh, but I I am I'm I was really intrigued by the Rosenberg being on the Wade Keller thing. I love Rosenberg, and I'm surprised that you because like you and I seem to have like the same taste and people we you know listen to and. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, "Wait a minute! He has, he he has beef with Rosenberg." Well, but Craig, the the thing is, like, I think that's the first thing I kind of point out about him. Him and I have the exact same taste, like exactly. Like we root for the same football team, we watch the same products, we listen to the same music. Um, one of us is a dickhead. Like, I just don't know how else to kind of describe it. And I, and I think a lot of it comes from a kind of sense of pride and Afrocentricity that I have. And I feel like he is at times condescending and disrespectful to the people who exist in the culture who are like me um, when he could be more uplifting to them. That, that's more what it is. Like, it's not opinions necessarily, right. but it's the, and, the interpersonal and I'm sure, is more much. And I'm sure you paid more attention to him like being having the similar taste, you probably paid more attention to him than me. Like I, I, I've never listened to the show, like the whatever the Breakfast Club or the whatever he's on in the New York. I only mm-hmm. listened to his wrestling stuff, Cheap Heat, and I went and I've been to his like two of his pre uh, SummerSlam parties, and mm-hmm. I loved podcast. He was like the first podcast I listened to when I started getting back into yeah. wrestling. Oh, the sec- second yeah, great, okay. great taste. And great insight. I, I just, it's just the way I've seen him communicate with people that I hold in high esteem. That, that's the issue. Right. Not wrong about a whole lot. Like that's, that's, I'll 100% agree with that. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I haven't listened to the whole show last night, but did you listen to that show? Uh, Wade, I'm not even sure you listen to uh, Wade Rosenberg. No, I listen to Wade's. Uh, yeah, I probably died on purpose. I listen to Wade's review of the show. Um, but yeah, they did not listen to to, to them. Yeah, I, did they have any? I had a hard cool time. Points? 
I have a hard time. No, I, I, I just only listened to like the first like little bit of it. But I have a hard time listening to the uh, Wade Keller reviews if I've already seen the show. It's it's okay. uh, it's kind of him just saying, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. It's like I, I and he gives a little bit of opinion, but I, if I've already listened to the post show with the callers and all that shit, I usually it's just it's redundant, so I stopped listening to it. Mm-hmm. But no, I got you. Um, I was I was seriously thinking though after I watched Raw that I might take because it was I mean you know I mean I can't even describe how bad it was but I just felt like I was wasting time and I'm still like I still haven't seen the end of Big Bang Theory and and friggin Bruce spoiled that for me on one of the things uh but like there's there's so many shows I'm behind on and so many movies I haven't seen that I wanna I wanna catch up on all the Marvel shit because you know everybody's losing their minds and I don't want to be slow. But and then and then all of a sudden football's gonna start back up and I feel like I'm wasting time 90 minutes a week watching Raw and then watching SmackDown the next day. It's like I'm not even enjoying what am I doing? So and now I'm gonna be like fully absorbed in the G1 for the next month. I think I might just take it. Oh damn! Just to see if it's any different, because like I'm a completist, and it's hard for me to miss shit. I like to watch, things, and so I know what everybody's talking about. Yeah. But if if it just, I mean, I'm gonna be watching three hours of of New Japan like four days a week for the next like four weeks. And I don't know if I can fit in the 90-minute Hulu version without commercials of Raw and SmackDown. Just because it's not that fun right now. Last week it was fun for five minutes when when uh, actually through the window or whatever. And, and then they, they harped on it for the next fucking four and a half hours. Like, what, did, did you see what we did that was cool? Did you see, guys? We did something that was cool. Well, Craig, come on. If they didn't, that'd be a whole different argument. They did this giant, spectacular gimmick uh, spot. Somebody could legit got hurt, and then they're not even going to capitalize on it. So, but, yeah, but yeah, like there's the a fine line. But so there's, a, there's a middle ground between the thing you're saying and the thing I'm saying. I certainly, certainly acknowledge that. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I, I never liked that. The you know the one thing happens and that's that's all you can talk about. It's not like, you know, it, it doesn't happen enough consistently. Like, did you just see uh, uh, Roman Reigns get beat down for like thirty minutes by these guys and then the next the next match happens. And nobody came out to save Roman Reigns because he's a face, and faces are apparently dickheads, and they don't have friends. And it, it's just a, it's they don't do it enough in the right spot, and then they overdo it in the one time when there's a milk truck or a beer truck or somebody gets run over by a semi or something. They they focus on that shit like when that happens, but not in the parts where you're like, where where. 
everything should be connected. Like I like I like that it's all like connected, but it's it's only they only do that for the really big shit. And it's because they want to keep drawing back to that one did you see that moment? You're not and it's, you're it's not like, wrong, it's, but there is a, a there's a there's a there's a line, there's a because we've seen it done without overdoing it. We've seen We've seen promotions get over incidents, moments, finishes without uh, or big big gimmick spots, big stunt spots without uh you know, Dusty Rose was good for that. You know, having everybody in the promotion talking about a thing he was just involved in. Yeah, um, because it was Dusty. You know, you want to take your focus sometimes and put it on put it on a thing and make it the most important. But it's a it's a it's different from just showing a goddamn replay over and over and over again. Yeah. To uh, and I'd like I'd like to see more, I'd like to see more of the subtle things get intertwined than just big you know must see shit that's going to be on the YouTube. Because hmm. I don't I mean it's like. Uh, Ember Moon hasn't even reacted with uh, Bailey in three like months, and right. and the 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 iconics and the only people the iconics and the Kabuki Warriors ever talked to are themselves. You know, it's like why not like like make that shit mold to, you know meld together instead of just. Yeah. Being so compartmentalized with uh, every 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 feud and, and, and angle, right? Maybe if you were a yeah, little like freer with with that kind of stuff, stuff would spark. Like if you had an interaction, even if it was just for twelve seconds, you know, people that aren't necessarily feuding, uh, but but are doing, you know, maybe you get like a reaction. Whoa, Roman overshot that guy. Maybe you get a reaction that makes you go, "Oh, okay." Crowds, the fans look like they're into this. Let's uh, let's yeah. see what we can do with it. And then you don't go with it because one goddamn crowd said liked it or maybe liked it. You uh, you know, you cultivate that. And you 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 say, "Okay, let's see. Let's do something next week then, and see how this crowd reacts." We're going to. Oh, we're not into Des Moines. We're being fucking uh, Chicago or. San Antonio or some shit like a bigger metropolitan. Let's see how they react to it, and then if they do, then you're off. And but you but wouldn't know that if you, uh, yeah. When you're when you're in a like, I go to a walleye game or a mudhens game, and I run into like 50 people I know at the game, and that's just me. I'm a schmuck. I'm at a baseball game, and I'm, or whatever, and I'm, like, wandering around, running into people that I know, and you're telling me that all these guys and women are in the bottom of a, an arena, and they never talk to them. And they always refer to the, the everybody in the back, and it's like, well, if they're all in the back, they must talk, interact right, with each other. Women's locker room. It didn't say Iconics locker room. Whoever came out of it, I forget who was. Yeah, yeah, it was like Iconics because uh, Oscar and them were, were waiting for him. It's yeah. a women's locker room. 
matter, Chad. As in, you know, behind this door are six to 15 different women, potentially, you know, like, but we never, unless it's time for an angle inside a fight or brawl or whatever, inside that locker room, we don't get to see. Yeah, it's something that they could work in and be better at than just, uh, but we also have to remember we're, we're finally past the one woman's feud being the only woman's feud uh, on TV. So at least now yeah, we get two I, different, three different feuds going entire, at one time. I'm talking about the entire roster, though. Like every, like, And I like when the women and the men like get together, and it's not some stupid, corny fucking sexual thing. Sure. You, you, you're pretty consistent. I think I'm pretty sure you've been pretty consistent about that. Uh, That's something that I think a lot of wrestling fans that aren't, you know, just scumbuckets want more, especially when the women started getting pushed more. It's like, okay, well, I I think even Wade talked about it. Like, well, have them be friends with the men that don't have anything to do with them being in a romantic relationship, be allies. Like, if, if yeah, I can get a, and, a and woman as my ally, if she can help me win or or, or do whatever, be be more successful, I'm gonna be fucking allies with her. Yeah. You wanna jump in? Cam, was that oh, you I, trying I, to get I, in? Right I'm listening, oh. guys. My my oh, okay, okay. all over me. Gotcha, gotcha. That's a good conversation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say the. The, the thing that everybody keeps saying, Roman's a great guy backstage. Mm-hmm. The, the, you never see him interact with anybody backstage. And I think, like, doing something with, like that with him backstage, showing off some of that, like, rapport, even if it's face-to-face, like, would make him look a lot better than, you know, just the guy you only see after his fucking boring-ass music plays. And he goes out and into the ring and says, the big dog. This is, these are the things that you would think of Paul Heyman coming in to have some kind of creative, some real creative input, would be able to get across or get, get through. He would find That's a way. One of the things that- he would find a way to put Roman in the best uh because he's been around Roman Reigns for more than five years now. So he has, I'm sure, a very good idea. Especially, I mean, we got that when they were feuding them when they did that Blizzard promo. Heyman wrote all of that, I was told. Remember, I'm pretty sure that's what that's what that was about. Heyman, they let Heyman just do they were in a bind. They were inside and that. But all that stuff Roman did and said that day was at Heyman's direction and working with Heyman. And it was fucking great. Uh, so if anybody can nope. do this, so so that's what the that's what my hope is. Like maybe Heyman being in <clears throat> in there and up at the top of these creative meetings, having more having more uh, input, and uh, Roman. Yeah, it, it and, might not even it it might not even necessarily be Heyman saying Roman. Hey, hey I want uh, this is my idea for Roman to do say or whatever. It's Roman going, I think I should listen to Paul Heyman or listen to things he's told me in the past. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully Roman sees the benefit of having Heyman up there. Uh, oh, I'm sure he does. I'm 
Yep, anytime. Always love, Craig. Craig from Toledo. Uh, okay, so let's talk to Kylan. Something newer. Kylan, what's going on, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay. I'm doing well. Great. Um, first off, let me just say I am so glad that I actually did not uh, attend Raw on Monday, even though yeah, they won't do it. Yeah. I probably could have, uh, because watching Monday's Raw was the equivalent of drinking a nice tall glass of hot garbage juice. Dang. Uh, <coughs> a hot glass, not a cold glass. Hot glass. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. I don't know if it was as bad as drinking garbage juice, but you know, it was, it, it was not uh, it was not great. Again, if this was on the stretch of brawls, just but they gave us like two, three weeks of like, oh, maybe things are getting uh, getting better and then getting kind of uh, on track. Oh, Heyman's around. Wow. Oh. And then they just kick you in the nuts with that show for Monday. It's uh, yeah, it sucks. What? But ho- hopefully, hopefully, since all the all the current since all the current angles will be over after Sunday, hopefully we we can start seeing official changes as it is expected that we will now get. Fully implemented visions of Paul Heyman and the arriving Eric Bischoff as of next week. Yeah, I'm 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 done with the tracking of the week to week. Did did Heyman do this? Just just give me a damn. Just give me a good show. You know, that's all. Just give me a good show. I don't care whose fingerprints are on what. We start putting together a string of good shows, and then maybe I'll, you know, start looking at it in that uh, frame it like that again. But until then, yeah, I, you know, fool me, fool me, fool me once, can't fool again. So I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Raw. Uh, I'm going to watch, of course, at least peripherally. But uh, all the machinations of oh, Damon did this segment and that segment, like well. He ain't off to a great start, putting everything together. We'll see. What else you got for us? Well, one one of my questions for this week is is concerning AEW, which the Re-signings of AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. Otherwise, no, it's cool. And 
WWE personnel, to use a car analogy, to use a car analogy, does this flatten AEW's proverbial tires as far as having a credible roster to allow people to jump on the ground floor of the AEW product at this time. Look, I'll, I'll say this. They need tag teams. Like, seriously. They need credible tag teams to come in so that we don't see the Bucks and the Lucha Bros ad nauseum. Like, we've said how yeah. good they are, but they need teams outside of a Trent Moretta to, to go up against those teams to also be considered on that same level. Like, they signed Private Party, which is cool, but nobody knows who Private Party is. Um, yeah. And them just being good, like you just being really good is not enough at the beginning. Like you need teams who people know for you to test your medal against. Um, and I, I do think that they need one or two tag teams that people are familiar with in order to like solidify that brand. So them not being able to get a revival, not being able to get Uso, not being able to get a club, I do think makes things harder. Um, so, yeah, but that's I, all. I that's all it does, though. It, it definitely makes the road a bit bumpy. Absolutely. It just, it just makes things harder. you got to work a little harder. Uh, I said weeks ago, when uh, probably before or right after all, uh, Double or Nothing, that they got to get their roster intact, man. Like, this roster is just, you know, sorry, it's just not good enough. And I said, that will change if they get the club in, in the revival. Uh, obviously, that's not going to happen. Is, is the revival signed? Is that is that a deal, done deal? I'm not sure that, that somebody let me know. Uh, but if they let's assume they can't, they're not going to get either either team. Um, it just it just makes things harder, uh, but not impossible. You just have to you just have to now be more creative and finding finding somebody that fans are gonna know that fits in what you what you want to do. Um, or uh-huh. be better in your creative, your initial creative and in, in, in pushing these guys. Make sure you don't miss with private party. Right? Like you just go, well, we gotta in six months and a year from now we want these guys to be on par and thought of with with the Lucha Bros and the Bucks and all that the tech division. So Starting now, you know, we're going to make sure that happens six months, a year from now. You have to make that a priority. So, yeah, it just makes things harder. My, my, uh, my second question concerns the, the separation of within WWE to piggyback off what Darrell said at the end of last week's show. Okay. Um, With the rumor now circulating that a a draft 
happening at some point. Yeah, post SummerSlam, I think it's the Io Shirai, my lord. Oh, she had to hit. She had to come up back first too. Like y'all gonna see this? Y'all gonna see this? Ad. God damn. Yo, I think I have a favorite new, 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 new woman wrestler right now. Do you think it is possible that starting with the Night of Champions or or Class of Champions pay-per-view in September, we will once again have brand exclusive pay-per-views for the third time. No, I hope not. Um, I think we talked about this on the VIP, Rich and I, last week. Somebody emailed and asked that. And I was like, fam, you remember what those were like? Maybe it was Darrell. That's what you're talking about, Darrell, picking up off of what he said. And, and just like, I don't... Uh, remember Bad Blood 03? And remember the <laughs> great match like 07? Like, I'm, I, we've been here. We've done this. We've done this recently in like 2016. And they're just not... Uh, it's not good. So, I hope not. No single brand pay per views until it's just until you until you're at O two O two levels of main event talent. <laughs> and then it didn't even work then again. So no, 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 no. So, thanks, Colin, for for the call. Always appreciate it. Um, we have Rich jump on, but he jumped off. Check the email. Okay, nothing there. Yo, <sighs> Shane said a word yet, and I'm all in on Yo Shirai Heel. Heel stuff. She's just standing there with the mic, not saying shit. She's looking finer than a motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Whew. Okay. Um, yeah, so what else you got, Cam? What else is a story happening this week? Let's find, I, I want to talk about something that is not getting a ton of attention. What's Jordan Grace doing? What's uh, what's happening in the, with the impact in that damn intergender main event? You see that? Oh. Hold on. Oh, okay. I see. It. Now I, I got you. <laughs> Goddamn banner. <laughs> so, uh, Sammy Callahan, Callahan beats Tessa Blanchard in the main event. Of Slammiversary. Slammiversary? Yes. Summer. I've made it. I've made my feelings on intergender matches clear here. I'm I'm not a fan of them. I'm not even a fan if the, the, you know, the presumed 
when you know the man in most situations is like you would assume would, would win. And I don't even think in a world where the man always wins or mostly is even like, well, that makes sense. The psychology is there. It's like, well, why are we having these matches? I don't. So I don't know the story around it. It could be better than that I'm imagining. I hope it. I hope it was. Um, but but they pulled it off. They had a. And I say they pulled it off because I'm not hearing a bunch of, uh, you know, that was terrible or worst thing ever. It's one of those, well, it happened, and 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 I don't know how good it was or how good it wasn't. Uh, but 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 it just happened, and people don't either don't care or nobody's bitching and moaning about it. Was the yeah? Was I think really I mean, the, yeah, she carries herself very well. Like she appraises yeah. herself very well in these matches. She's very physical. Um, she has a mean streak about her. Even when like she's selling, it, it's in a tough way. Um, like everybody's like that shouldn't have main evented because it wasn't like the main thing. But yeah, like the match got got some good stuff. So so good on them. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to catch on. We got a little bit of Seth holding Zelina while Becky hit her. I don't know if they're testing the wall. Oh, that was a nice sequence, the drop kick. Yeah. But um, she also but yeah, hit him with the Hurricane DDT deal on the outside. True. So they're never, yeah, they never shy away from, yeah, they don't shy away from the, the, the heel woman typically getting uh, getting shots in on, on a big face man. Um, but they're obviously reluctant to have any kind of retaliation or, or even incidental contact. They're they're just not 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 going there. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I think is okay. You know, just yeah, that's fine. I understand. Um, yeah. But yeah, they pulled it off, and I think it's that thing about I I. I was watching some book reviews on YouTube by this one channel that I found. It's uh, really cool. Nikea and Jasmine is the channel's name. But um, they read this one book. And, like, it's called, the segment on the channel is called Black, uh, Black Girl Lit. So they, re- they review books, literature, and they get drunk. So they lit. <laughs> yeah, so it's like that thing. Yeah. And... They're just like, you know, wanted to talk about books by people of color, usually women of color, and that's their, their thing. And, you know, it's like, awesome. And they're just like, I want to get to the point. She's like, they're talking about a book that they did not like. They gave it one emoji, fire emoji is sober. And they're like, I just love the fact that we can just have a book by, you know, just have mediocre, like, uh, that's, that's equality, where a, a black director could just make get a bunch of studio money to make a mediocre-ass fucking movie. <laughs> That's equality. Because this has been happening on the other side for, you know, 100 years. That's how we was going to think. So, yeah, she's like, see, every book by black author, you know, it has to be, like, this culturally significant. Like, no, oh, we can have duds. <laughs> That's that's what it's about. Um, but... Yeah, so uh, let's let's maybe this is that. Maybe 
this is I don't think so. I, I, I think you're still gonna be it's an uphill it's always gonna be an uphill uh uphill climb for for, for, for intergender stuff to catch on in the mainstream. Uh, for good reason. Because you're always gonna have people that are at least certainly think of themselves like I think of myself as completely and totally accepting of so very many different things uh, that are going to be hesitant and, and uh, uh, to, to get into any kind of intergender stuff on a consistent uh, consistent basis. So. All right. That's uh all right. Well, I don't know if he wants to be on the show, but I'm going to go ahead and bogart Rich onto the platform. Rich, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Not much. Thank you, sir. I'm walking my uh, campers and my camp counselors to a local hill over here, here in Pittsburgh, like every Wednesday. Crystal Lake. You can sit down and. Hmm? You say you're le- you're leading your camp camp counselors and campers to Crystal Lake Academy. No, no, not Crystal Lake. Wow. <laughs> No, no, no. Nice try. No, we're heading to like Blacktap Hill here in Pittsburgh. Midsomar fucking ritual uh, as a rich, like, hey, I got to protect the town. Yeah, it's like, hey, this is nice. This is uh, twice a decade, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It's like we only have this camp every 90 years. There's this big red barn. Yeah. There you go. Everybody think Rich is a loving family man. Told y'all he got some shit with him. I don't want to believe him. Yeah, see? Yeah, see, that movie was wild. I, I loved it, but it was also definitely, uh, I saw somebody say it was the best breakup movie ever. <laughs> and I'm I'm inclined to think it was, yeah, it was. I liked it. I liked it a lot. But yeah, if we did that around here, it'd be rough. <laughs> so I figured I'd call in for the 8 o'clock hour before, after we drop them off and yeah, because I most likely won't be able to do VIP tonight because I'm gonna have to make oh, sure they okay. get here and get back in one place. Whoa! Yeah, no. Hey, y'all heard it. So I said get back. I, I said get back in one place. Wait, what? Yeah, I said get back in one piece. This ain't like um, midsummer. Or I'm not taking them in, out to the pasture and playing some crazy <laughs> Swedish bleep lore. Hey, I'm gonna. Shit, sacrifice me just for that Swedish, uh, that Swedish, uh, 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 dance pop? I'm in. Nah. Mm-mm. That's all, oh, that's all they need to play to get you to go to the, the camp. Yeah, heavy camp do. That synthesizer, I'm in. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, I thought about you that entire movie. It's like, oh, okay. Why don't you have a little, uh, taste of this, uh, tea? It's super safe. Uh, How about this mushroom here? It's Totally fine. Oh, your AC. I know your legs stop working. Yeah, it's like, yeah, a little body see that? <laughs> Yeah, see the tree breathing. Are you breathing? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's get your lungs out your back. Oh, 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 well. That's a and that's a old Swedish or Norse. I'm sorry, not Swedish. That's a Norse. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a Norse torture method where you pull the rib, break the ribs. And then put the lungs outside, and they basically asphyxiate. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> yeah, like him. If you get, a, yeah, if you get a chance, watch Midsummer. And also, was in the, I saw that I just seen the TV show Vikings, and that was one of the things they had done in there to someone who was kicked out of a case 
And I was like, oh, well, let me time out. Well, hello, Cam. I, I didn't realize you were still on. Once he said he strong-armed me on, I thought you had, you had, you had to go or something, and he was just kind of bogarting oh, no, me. Cam's, uh, Cam's still around, thankfully, because I'd uh, be in some yeah. trouble if he wasn't. So. I, I'm eagerly awaiting this week's uh, South Congress so I can hear, oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. Um, what does that mean? Yeah. I don't get it. Oh, because Cam's going to tell us how, like, Fast and the Furious 9 started with the theft of his car. He's got oh, jump drives geez. and, like, counterfeit <laughs> bills. and. <laughs> oh. I, was, I was waiting for you to be like, they have, like, uh, they have the plates from the mint in the trunk. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, oh. Like like I'm like I literally have to go to uh, the tax office tomorrow morning before I go anywhere and make sure I get like my plates updated because the car is still listed as missing. So like in what? one system, even though it's not missing in another system, because these uh, things don't okay. work with each other the way they're supposed to. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> a paper file over to the uh, other fucking department. <laughs> and then enter into the uh, into the word processing the machine. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, boy. So yeah, what the what else got your goat, Rich? What's uh, how'd you how'd you get through this 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 raw on Monday that that everybody's you know talking about? Funny you mention that. I uh, what I did was I. Didn't watch it except for the last like seventeen minutes well, because I was well, working. I mean, you know, we had the camera. Watched the worst fucking part of the show, Golly. Yeah, so I watched the last seventeen minutes, and then Sean was like, "Look at this mofo, Travis Bryant, out here dropping bombs on Raw with Wade." So I listened to you and Wade review it, uh-huh. and that was my my introduction to uh, Raw, and it sounded yeah. like it was a hot guard. Oh, it was you two talking and then also Bruce being able to flex on Twitter and say you know the I was right gift basically and he was right I mean listen you don't become senior columnist by being occasionally right <clears throat> that mofo knows his stuff and I was disappointed because you know I even t- I even texted him because I was like yeah there's one thing to be talking about wanting different views of blackness in wrestling it's another to turn one of my favorite tag teams in NXT into, as uh, Brian Alvarez joked, basically the narrator from the Dukes of Hazard for the entire Raw episode. <laughs> Let's see what the boys are up to. <laughs> yeah, like, now that Roman Reigns is going to have to get a tag partner. <laughs> Damn. So my thing was what I thought one of the most ridiculous aspects of that whole 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 ridiculous angle was the idea that Roman prefaced the whole thing with I got a plan. I, know, I got a plan. We got a plan. We, we I'm not don't even sweat. So did he have so who's we? Last, That's what I was trying to figure out. Like who's we? Did he did he have 
like I asked Wade in the callers, like, did he have a black guy, yeah. a brown, dark-skinned black guy, uh, kind of like maybe a light-skinned guy that could play a Mexican or an actual Mexican, a white guy, an Asian. Like, how many maybe people did he have to move to the right? So he could make, you know, so because he it was the dumbest, most contrived. Good support, good support. Bullshit thing that they've done in a long time. Again, in the main event, I want to make these specific. Like somebody's like, well, what about the, the the Lashley sisters? Like, yeah, that was fucking terrible. It was also in the middle of a brawl with characters at the time that weren't counted on to draw any money. Like Roman Reigns, you won't be doing this shit with Roman and Undertaker by proxy. Like I told, I said on Monday, yeah. I was like, I bet Undertaker was scheduled initial originally to run in and to be a part of it in some kind of way, and he said, nope. And they changed the script to, oh, Undertaker's banned from ringside, or if he interferes, uh, right. you know, whatever. Well, the first right. thing I thought of, someone put up a a, a comment it's list on... on Twitter of, hey, remember that time Dean Malenko dressed up like Cyclope and lost the Cruiserweight title and then took the mask off and was like, ha-ha. Or that time every other wrestler wore a mask and got smoked and then was like, joke's on you, I'm really me. I was like, oh, yeah, that's not really how wrestling works. So having them do that <laughs> and have Cedric, you, like, lose. Really <laughs> hey, guys, really quick. Number one, yeah. ACH is in stupid shape. Like, oh, is he mm-hmm. always this smiley? Because I'm like, calm down, buddy. He's in crazy shape. Rich, is ACH always this smiley? Is, it, is that his thing? I've only seen him do promos in ROH, like he hawked uh, yeah. merch. I've only seen those. I've never seen him in a match. And he just seems... Now, who is it? I couldn't hear you. ACH. Uh, oh, yeah, he's always smiling. Like his, yeah, yeah his, uh, his gimmick was basically like he's, he's a big fan of anime, One Piece in particular. So he's like happy-go-lucky, but I can go. Okay. He's smiling a whole lot to start this match off. And if anything, like, I think... Uh, like they locked up, it was pretty lackadaisical. Like these these yeah. headlock takeovers aren't really like they don't seem like. Yeah, I think ACH it. for him, like I think for ACH, the best thing about him being there is he already had the technical ability because he was already doing New Japan Junior shows stuff like that. He needs the stuff where I can like the talking, the stuff where those lessons are going to be in handy. I think Road Dog, in fact, getting stressed out at SmackDown and then going down there to be the promo guy can help some of those guys who have more talent, but maybe not necessarily know how to work that personality like Road Dog did. Yeah, like, not everybody can be like... I imagine, like, when HBK befriends a guy like Johnny Gargano, wow. it's because he can coach up someone who already has a level of athleticism and availability yeah, he, a, he can respect. He did a springboard backflip to get out of an arm lock, or an arm, you know... I think I'm mm-hmm. about to see it. Oh my god! Yeah, ACH is different. What's with the dribbling and the the big crossover, the air crossovers and stuff? Again, I guess that's just his thing. Yeah. He looks little. I can't imagine he's like a wait, former wait, ball Fred, player. Fred, he jumped. He didn't just do a springboard. He jumped over the top rope. Over the right. top rope to springboard to let his legs springboard him. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh wow. <laughs> ACH is that, or Brandon Miles is the guy. He, he's SpongeBob in that George meme. Miles. 
<laughs> oh, Jordan Mob. He's he's SpongeBob in that meme. Nobody. Dudes in hallways. <laughs> he just always had a yeah, on you. Yeah, just, just he just don't walk under a, a door. Uh, We got that. We might as well uh, not not hang around here longer than we have to. So let's uh, let's get. Uh, I guess we won't be around maybe for the main event, but let's get the rail on here, and maybe mm-hmm. we can just wrap this bitch up and yeah, get on about our our evenings. So Darrell, welcome to the show. What up? What's up, everybody? Not too much, not much Bringing you on a little early. Okay. What's up, Cam? I heard you just uh, ran into a hot boy summer, man, where the jet boys come out. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Man. They, they, they out here, man, apparently. They, they out here. <laughs> I ran into, <laughs> ran into a, a jacket. Can you speak English? Camera, man, but, Please. You know, um, if that boy got caught doing a little too much, and they, they caught him, whew. They say that it takes two days for them to process, like an auto theft. And so it wasn't processed technically until Tuesday. And they had my man Wednesday morning. So uh, shout out to the police. I ain't never steal. Shout out to the police, but, you know. I had my car stolen in 08, but the the, the one car I owned before my current car, my Buick, I had a four charge. And I had that bitch the summer of 08. <laughs> the, the highest goddamn year in gas prices ever, I think. Um, and then that shit got stolen. And I was like, you know what? This is why I don't have a fucking car. And then I never got a new car. Cause I lived in, lived in Philadelphia and I had 800 trains or buses or travels to take. So. But here. Rich, who, is, here who is this guy? Who is this Boa guy? What's his name when he's not Boa? Wait, which one? Boa, the Boa. Asian guy. The one Asian wrestling. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't have a. Uh, I don't have it on in front of me. I'm, I'm walking in a park right now. Okay. He's a tall. He's got a unique build well, about him. Is it punishment, Martinez? No, no. It's the it's the beginners tournament or the, the up and comers tournament. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Let me. Look. Oh. Uh, do you know who he is, Darrell? Um, I have his name written down. Yeah. I ain't at home right now, so no, nah, like, okay. I can't tell you. Gotcha. All right, so what's on your mind? Oh, not too much, man. I was listening to y'all, man. I was agreeing with everything, a lot of what y'all was saying, especially on um, Monday night. I finally tuned in to see that. Is it Boa? <laughs> yeah, Boa. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's from. Uh, like he's just straight up like one of the dudes they grab from China, like China when they do the international signs. Yeah, I'm like this guy is tall. Yeah. I think he's the tall Chinese guy they signed and made a big deal about two years ago. Yeah, or a year, whenever it was. So, so I don't think yeah we would not necessarily know him as yeah anything else <laughs> before. So. Oh he's yeah, he's one of the ones that they. Yeah, yeah, like they got a he's one of the ones they. Yeah, Baba Tunde. That we don't, you know, so if he showed up, we wouldn't know who he was before. Yeah, Babatunde's with uh, Stokely. Okay. 
I think he might even be in the, he might not be in the turn, but I've seen him at the, uh, the house, like they've been putting pictures up of them together because basically Stokely got the biggest dudes in the yard, and those are his boys right now at NXT as far as representation. Yeah, but Boa was a dude, he's like on that, he's that like get off the pot all-star, not to the level of uh, my dude in Street Profits, like he was a uh, guy they signed, like Darrell said from, uh, with the Zia Lee people, but he was also just a like jujitsu champion, so it's not like he knew pro wrestling. Okay, so they didn't train train him from the ground up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, matter of fact, he was the first one. They signed him, and then they went back, and that's when they found Zia Lee and them other five who came to right. her who all gone. She was the only one that made it. Yeah. Trav, I felt I, I felt bad for you um uh, Monday and them call some of them callers, boy. You talking up underneath your breath on the mic? Yo, <laughs> what about the dude that called? Yo, Wade. I, yo, I wanted to cuss Wade out, but it was too funny in the moment because homie was talking some nonsense his entire. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it was just like whatever. I was totally uninterested, and I kind of tuned him out. And then he wrapped up his point, and I was like, because I was like, fuck this call, I didn't feel the need to be like, mm-hmm, that's right. But, you know, like the cadence of somebody's finish, you jump in, because Wade didn't. I just sat there with my my hand over my mouth so, no, so y'all, you know, the audience wouldn't hear me. Like, I'm not saying shit. So it's just this uncomfortable, like, it probably was like eight seconds of six, eight seconds of silence, but it felt like a, a whole minute that there was just dead air because I refused to jump in. And after a while, it's like, well, that definitely ain't staying up in there. That's all way. And then we just jumped in like nothing. And I was like, yeah, so uh, moving on, blah, 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 blah. It's like, fucking wait, man. This is like he just had to—he probably muted himself and went to do something else. Why this guy fucking? Yeah, he had a delightful face. vegan snack. <laughs> right, he had an impossible burger come out the microwave. Like, oh, that nigga get my let me do my lunch. Fuck this idiot. And again, the car—I don't think it was that bad. But first thing, damn, can't wait to be mad. But first thing, uh, when we hang up, and he's like, it's like, ugh, that was fucking dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> something to that effect. Like, God, I hope I... He said, oh, he's like, I hope the or- on-site correspondent is just as terrible just to continue this shit show. <laughs> <laughs> it was that kind of night. Nice, that kind of raw. I mean, you know, what the fuck? The views of Wade that, way, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, no. That man came on and said, oh, man, but Kofi, I can't see him. Um, I just can't see him like him as champion. So <laughs> this is what, so, boy. so after so we had the fucking on-site correspondent from like Staten Island, right? So he goes to all the Staten Island shows and the Newark shows, and he's like, "Yeah, Kofi, I'm yeah, I'm more of a traditional guy, and then Kofi's just you know not championship material." So again, as soon as we got off with the fucking on-site correspondent, I'm like, "Wait, that guy might." Just be very pure-hearted. But when I hear, yeah, Kofi is a traditional guy. Kofi's not champion of championship material. I think very different fucking thoughts than, oh, he just don't like Kofi and his his styling. Fuck out of here, buddy. But I, you know, I didn't have much because I was like, okay, I 
Yeah. I'm just saying, we gave him Obama. Why did we need to be a WWE champ? <laughs> wow. Oh, boy, that was hilarious. So. <laughs> oh, that shit tripped me out, boy. That had me laughing. <laughs> that but he kept on going, though. He had like he hear what you said. <laughs> he kept going. Oh, man. Hilarious. I know y'all was saying about um, Raw being bad, and, you know, I know Bruce was talking about he was right. Um, it showed that. Um, they got um, Street Profits out there doing the old crime time bit when they used to have them out there um, introducing segments and stuff like that and um, selling stuff and, and selling the um, WWE um, shop stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going that far. Said, At least not yet because, you know, crime time is something very different. Uh, it was, the, the intention behind crime time was, you know, very blatant what they were, you know, meant for them to do. And we talking about um, um, demographic fit and roles in people's eyes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I was but, just saying. You know, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, WWE doesn't get it a lot, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think, the, hopefully the street profits don't let themselves get, you know, used like that. But I find it funny that, you know, it was Vince. Vince was there on Monday. Monday night, Raw went back to being crap. And he, he yeah. was on on Tuesday. And it was Triple H and Paulie, um, what Wade had said, that was back in Gorilla. And SmackDown was better. So, you know, I understand people saying yeah, it was just a one-time deal. I mean, but I'm just... But if he's in charge, if he's, if he's in Gorilla, or if he's not in Gorilla, but still wrote the fucking show, what difference does it make? Or he's in no, I think I think Alvarez made a really good point with it. Like, it isn't so much what people are writing or not writing. It's him changing stuff, like, ten minutes before the show, during the show, three hours before the show. Like, if you write something on Friday and that's what you do on Monday, that's, that's what he's really hired those guys to do, but, and we saw that last week. But if you have it on Friday and then on Monday he comes, chops, and changes, and on Tuesday sure. he leaves it be, it, you know what I mean? It's like I, I made the analogy of like the, the offensive coordinator. Like if you got Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator, you shouldn't be yelling at Eric Bieniemy. He ain't called a play. He just set up the sheet for Reid. This is a real person, uh, Mr. Offensive Coordinator, Coach Guy. Oh yeah, yeah. That was my last job. My last job was me running an offense. I was hired to do, and then they brought in a dude that was like, "Hey, I want to run the wing T." And that I live that like you you're calling plays and then magically it was like, ah we got to run and then we just passed like our way down the field and now you want me to put everybody okay it's like oh man we we're fourth down I know he said we're gonna go in on fourth down let's punt fourth and one serve from the ten all right so I just see it as that and so a lot of that I don't think anybody's gonna fix anything like you said it's gonna be Vince McMahon gone is going to be the thing that changes it. Or maybe it was Shahid. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I got some, I know I got some crazy... Uh... <laughs> what? I got some, like, bleep lore for... I'm about to go to Midsummer again, so bear with me if you hear it in the background. Okay. They're having, like, this live folk singing in the background. Would you with a coat? Yeah, I, I might be, I think. Mike could be. 
I'm laughing at Darrell and Rich. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Kushida and Apollo <laughs> Crews next week on NXT. Wow. That's good right there. And I'm going to put Apollo Crews with fucking, uh, what's his face, though? Like, no. It's oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, man, I pray for you, man. I hope you don't get me a summer night, man. I'm going to just, you know, continue to pray while we on this call. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I, I walked through. I made it. Oh, yeah, she Soul is. still intact. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I got to catch that movie Cam was recommending, though, that uh, home invasion crazy kids. So I haven't even I didn't get to finish it because I was that's when the police hit me. But man, I got like 20 minutes left. It's ridiculous. All y'all saw Smack that, or Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. You saw it, Darrell? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, without giving spoilers, uh, Cam said on Twitter it's a perfect movie. So I know what he thinks. Uh, Darrell and Rich, what do you what do you all recommendation recommended? Thumbs up. Oh, yeah, thumbs up. I thought it was hilarious that uh, it came out today that uh, one of the terms of the Sony agreement with Marvel is Marvel keeps control as long as Spider-Man keeps making a billion dollars a movie. Because now that Amy Pascal's leaving Sony, it's like clear that they realize Spider-Man's successful. They want to bring him into their side projects like Venom, and they can't do that as long as Marvel has control of it. And so with Spider-Man 2 already making $600 million the first week and a half or so worldwide, you know, that's proof they're going to have control of Spider-Man 3. And so that, to me, is really cool. And that is a recommendation. I mean, it's making money. Go see it. It's outstanding. As Cam said, it's, the, it's a perfect Peter Parker Spider-Man movie. It's not one or the other. It's both. And Parker Luck has never been ever present more so than in this movie. Yeah. I feel like um, it was a great ending to um, this phase and a good start to the beginning of the next phase. And where they could One thing I kept hearing was it left so many things open, possibilities, I should say. They can go a lot of different places the way, uh, the way it ended or the way it decreased. And with them yeah. confirming yeah. Um, yesterday that um, it is a multiverse out there, so hey, I'm down. I'm down for whatever they go. And it's, right. it's back to, um, you know, back to how it should be. You know, uh, Spider-Man for a while was, I would say, Marvel um, number one character for a long time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at some point, I mean, still, I mean, I think Spider-Man is still the best-selling comic book. Spider-Man stuff. Mm. It's up there with, like, Batman and DC. <clears throat> as far as having a yeah, bunch Spider-Man, of books, Wolverine. and they all fucking sell a ton. Yeah. The the one well, guy you know, doing the review, a great thought. Some review I heard, they were like, "Oh yeah, with this success, they're talking about bringing in Spider Gwen and blah blah." Then he now immediately went, "Well, I guess I <laughs> I hate Spider Man now." And then he goes, "I mean Gwen." <laughs> oh no no no, I'm sorry. He said he mistakenly said Gwenpool, and I was like, "Well, I'm out." 
I, you know, like that, 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 she about to ruin the whole fucking thing. And he was like, no, no, I meant Spider Gwen. And I was like, well, I don't care particularly for Spider Gwen, but I don't hate her like I hate uh, Gwenpool. Gwenpool was, ruins everything she's doing. So, anybody thinking about Gwenpool? Do. Don't play yourself. Well, I mean, with that, they already said that, like, whatever the third movie Marvel's going to be doing with Sony is going to be a story you haven't seen on the screen. So, mm-hmm. you know, instantly I went to thinking about Craven. A lot of, pe- I, a lot of people did. I mean, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. Um, yeah. Thought about Craven, thinking about who could be cast as Craven. I said, you know, if he hadn't been Black Adam for 10 years, I would have said The Rock would be a perfect Craven. If he hadn't been Black Adam for 10 years? When's he been back out? Yeah, because basically DC has like him up as the poster child for, hey, we're we're gonna keep this relationship going. Here's the baby. I don't know what that means. And he did executive produce Shazam too, so. Yeah, and they 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 cut the scene out when they cut to all the chairs. I like that scene. When I was watching it on the on demand, they had the uh, the scene where they were sitting at the thrones and they're like, wait, there's all of us. Whose chair is that? And that's where, you know, Black Adam would sit. And they're like, I don't know, but I'm, you know, uh, Megan Good's like, I'm going to love them just like I love everybody else because they're family. And they calm it down, Megan. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's Man, that was a good movie. Man, that yes. was a good movie. Time's going to get real. When I get that best one, you have to, it's out now. You should, you should find time to watch your damn. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to have watched, like, Flash or none of them Justice Leagues and shit. Don't do that. No. Hell, no, no, no. Don't have to love yourself. No, love yourself more. Watch just watch it. Don't have to watch it. I'm not going to watch things that are good. We would, we, would, watch them we wouldn't tell you to watch it. We thought you had to watch 15 other things because we know you. <laughs> and you know, I'm a um, decent <laughs> fan, boy, and I tell you how to watch that trash. Yeah. I don't know. Look at what they did with Batman is. Oh, no, I was going to say the thing with Joker. Like, the thing that's pissing me off with that is, oh, oh but there's a family coming by, so i got to watch. Um, you can't make a movie about the Joker and then brag about the fact that he's not based on anything within DC. It's your interpretation of a sociopath with, like, you're turning him into the good guy. It's the movie we wrote. With. Oh, man, I'm happy you said that, Rich. If you don't like it, I, I gave you that rant that day about that movie. Yeah. It's a lot, man. Like, I saw that, and I saw how proud they were of it. Like, you don't, you guys did not just see 20 years of people bragging that they don't care about the source. Like, to me, I know uh, uh, um, Deep Palm and Chris had mentioned, to me, it's like if you wrote Romeo and Juliet, and it's like, you know what? They're not going to commit suicide at the end and have star-crossed love. They're going to really go off to the islands together, and their clones died. <laughs> like, you know, one of, we, we just, I'm, I'm here at this camp, and it was really cool because one of my favorite professors here at Pitt is a cultural anthropologist, and he talks, he teaches a course on the anthropology of comics and how people of color and disenfranchised people have used comics as their own form of folktale in absence of an African diaspora story or anything like that, like Jewish stories, etc. And so he was talking about comic books to the students today, and he's like, yeah, I got 200 comics in my office, and I can tell you the importance of each one because why they mean things to me in my life. If that's what it means, you shouldn't take 
offense when people want that to be reflected in the medium that you're putting it in. Which would be my doctoral thesis if I ever had the time to do it. How to hear you doctoral thesis that just happened to 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 allow you to read two hundred comic books. How can you? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, trying to sell that to Melissa. Let me uh like, <laughs> well, he was my like let me let me uh let me just go after the doctorate. What are you gonna be doing? Uh you know how I talk to Cam and Travis and um and I read comics and I watch wrestling. I'm gonna do that. Only I'm gonna write about <laughs> I it. I'm gonna get a degree in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get a thing I can put on my wall to say so you can never uh uh you're doing that show again or you you know, watching the yeah. you know, another damn indie Japanese, you know, South Korean promotions. Here we yeah. go, Rich. And you can be like point to the thing on the you know Says doctor, doctor fan. Yep. I'm doctor fan to you, Melissa. <laughs> you got your PhD in pro. <laughs> <Marco>? <laughs> uh, oh man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey Darrell, I wanted to, uh, but I didn't want to be a dick rider. But I wanted to like hit highs in, in a DM like, yo, crestfallen should be should be your new word. <laughs> I am crestfallen. <laughs> this is beyond me. I was like, no, nah, I don't be that guy. Man, I, <laughs> I got to find a way to um, put it in now, but I'm sure going to use it. <laughs> I will sure use that. Especially when I have to go on this trip to Miami. Go on this vacation to Miami in a few weeks. You had some surgery done? You calf implant? Oh, no. Oh no, man! I'm, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm creeping, man! I'm going to be a creep. Um, oh my God! A friend of mine, a friend of mine who I um, used to know in college, who I ain't seen in about five years, called me up and like they, you know, she having a birthday, and she got a, a hotel room and stuff, and she want me to come down. Like, all I got to do is just buy my plane ticket. So hey. That wasn't she no problem. Even, that you no can't problem. even get flued in? Man, Terrell, what the fuck kind of... Hey, I, hey, she got the room and everything. That's all that matters. What kind of boy do you? You can't even get flued in. <laughs> hey, I don't care about yeah. all that. The ticket wasn't like $200, so the room was all... Oh, all right, Georgia to fucking Miami. What's that? What's that? Yeah. Good boy. <laughs> Yeah, right. she picked me up from the airport at best. I'm out of there. Come I got on. to um, be so while I'm down there. No, that's a good idea. It's okay. Because we all saw that video uh, with homie at the, uh, in the DR in the hot tub and everybody getting, <laughs> fucking getting chewed up around him or, or hitting from the, somebody from the back. Just like, damn, who the fuck talked? Fucking Eduardo with his goddamn camera phone. That works, you know. Eddie got gonna have her spot all hot. So yeah, that's a good idea, but we still gonna need that detailed, uh, that detailed uh, blow by blow, chew by chew. Uh, yeah, man. Call in um, because I just be getting down there that, uh, when y'all um, start up. So Woo, I'm all in. That ain't no problem. Oh no, yeah. Whenever you, whenever you, no, I'm talking about when it's all said and done. 
I want you to get back, reflect on things, get, get you know, sober up, get your stories right, and then, then tell us what happened. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it would be a lot. Pretty you know, yeah. be nice. FaceTime us, too, but, you know, uh, if not, we'll take this to, uh, to detail recap. Like I said, I'm being a creep. I got a friend. I got a couple <laughs> friends up here, you and I told them that I was going to Miami. I was going mm-hmm. to Miami to handle some business because they were wondering, all right, why are you going to Miami by yourself? And in the middle of the week to the weekend. Like, that don't make no sense. Can I go? Like, why are you going like, no, to go to business? Listen, Darrell, don't, don't let us have to see you. Don't don't let us wind up seeing you on some video in the towel standing off to the side with somebody saying he ain't going nowhere and you not either. I got the receipt for the towel boy. He's going to receipt right here. Get what you gave to Miami, boy. Oh, I, 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 I got, cried I in my office. I cried in my I showed it to my director. I was like, you gotta see this man is in it right now. What was and then she was like, why he put his name on the back? Why he put his name on the back? What was the, the little dude that started talking? Like, why are women on dates fighting me like under five feet? Like, are just snapping this week. What's wrong with everybody, man? What the fuck? No, there's no shame in nobody's game anymore. Like, they just. in the bad for the little short guys, man. All the time, mm-hmm. all the little short guys. I feel yeah. bad, man. Cam Rich, did y'all, have any, did y'all feel any kind of way when y'all watched that video? They're like hitting a little too close to home. Wait, what, know, Cam, what was man. the video? <laughs> just look. Just making a short joke. Like Rich ain't like 5'10. <laughs> Listen, unless uh, you're just taking guy, freaking I, photos. Just like some five friends out here in Vegas. Yeah, Travis yeah, out here taking photos like I'm his Make-A-Wish kid. <laughs> so, hey, little buddy. You know, Cam out there blessed. You know, Cam out there be dressing like he on Spike Adams and stuff. The ump out there on the side yes. of the beach or the pool. Spike Adams wardrobe on. So, hey, hey, we know, don't talk about, we don't gotta worry right about That's a problems. sensitive subject. Let my man live. Oh crap! Yeah, though, my boy was out there looking like Grill Master, um, Grill Master One Hundred and One. He didn't have his Grill Master Sevens on, but yeah, no. he had the whole other get up. One, two. I thought I escaped the midsummer. Now I got Amish Undertaker walking down the street, coming toward me. Pit full of them today. Again, man, I'm gonna pray for you, man. And, and pray for your safe return from the, the hostage situation that you're in right now. And um, I hope that nothing happens. All right. Well, on that note, since uh, apparently now we just <laughs> we all just uh, oh shit, did I not have Cam on all this time? I've, I've been mm. like it's been funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was a good match. That was a really good match. Yeah. Come on, Chaz. Who wrestled? Like, like I think Angelo's holding his own. Like, he's better than he has. The more Chaz is on another level, man. He's just a street car. That kid's special, mm. man. Yeah, he came in that, that yeah. first clothesline he threw. I was like, God damn. 
Like you just don't expect. I know he's a you know fit guy, but you know he ain't but so big, Montez. And he hit him like yeah. JBL with that Larry. That big body drop to the yeah. tip up to the moonsault. Like he's and then the way yeah. he just does that, the plancha is just ridiculous, man. Like he yeah. he overshot that. He too goddamn athletic for his own good. Sure did. He has to he has to jump from further away. That we don't do that about yeah. anybody. <laughs> now, jump from the middle of the ring so you can make a nice plancha outside. Yeah. So. Oh man. Okay. So we y'all see those guys and, go in six months on the main. Uh, six months. So we're talking Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, maybe gearing up to get called up after. You know, if they had any, if if what they're doing now is just kind of spokespeople doing. If they don't get called up, called up. Or if this isn't a call up, call up, just you know, Heyman kind of priming the pump for them to show up in uh, in six months, or or something like that. Mm-hmm. But y'all see Bobby Fish's eye from Montez. Ooh. Mm. Oh. From drink. It was a shoot yeah. shoot bruise. <laughs> Ooh. Shoot that bruise. Wow. Okay. Exciting. Yeah, that's from that's from Dream a couple weeks ago. Mm. All right. All right. So, all right, Rich. All right, Cam. All right, Darrell. Appreciate y'all. Later. All right, be good, y'all. Peace out. And uh, thanks to all the callers, the emailers, people on Twitter, people on, uh, on Twitch, and uh, Tinder that swiped, and swiped us in. Thanks for all your energy and uh, all that stuff. So, Again, as you heard, no pre-show or pre-show, no post-show, no VIP show uh, this week. Um, not the worst week. Not the worst week to. I don't have much more to talk about. I don't have comic book shit, shit to talk about. Um, I don't have TV show stuff to talk about. So we were just been on there, just me and Rich just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> just having a conversation about whatever stream of consciousness. That's kind of what they always are, but yeah, there's been no foundation or format. Um, but yeah, so until next week, so free folks, it's over for y'all, but VIP folks, it's over for y'all too this week. So until next week, same time, same channel, get at us, because we'll be here. And uh, now I don't, <laughs> not in the show, so I'm just going to hit the end button. Goodbye.